Not Exactly Radio, here again, took a little break, their thing. I think uh, times like this, you might need to take a break because Jesus Christ, everything is doom and gloom right now. We're trying not to bring that energy, but God damn it, I'm feeling it 100%. And uh, we'll get it, we'll get it, we'll get it, it's gonna be fine. Just like, just like every kind of storm, the clouds will roll by, everything is fine, it's all good. Anyways, not exactly radio with me, your host, Benny K, and the other host, Tony, the man with the perm, Tony. The man with the perm? Oh, my God. And joining us, Kevin Gesme. How you doing, bud? I'm awake. You are awake. It's, you are awake. It's a little late for me now. Uh, the Premier League has started today. Oh. On this on this beautiful Saturday that we're recording, so I was awake yeah. at five thirty in the morning, getting ready for uh, some proper football action. Proper football. No, yeah. that's cool. I get it. I get it. That's cool. That's cool. I'm glad that the Premier League is starting. I can't wait for tomorrow. I know I've, that I've fully gone into fan mode, and I'm expecting Pack to smash the Vikings. But see, that's that's it. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> gonna be a closer game than that. Probably, and and it's funny because like you know this episode doesn't drop until Tuesday, so you know future us will have known what happened. Yes, but right now us are just excited for the next day because Packers. Playing the Vikings at noon with no fans, and that's okay. Just remind no fans. They're not doing the uh, the Chiefs thing. Nope, nope. Only a couple teams are doing that. Only I think like Dallas, of course, Dallas, uh, Jacksonville. Even though they don't really have fans, and then like, ouch. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I think just... Florida, one of the epicenters of this thing. Oh, why not? Yeah, if I, I, I wouldn't there. expect anything less from Jacksonville, to be completely honest. Yeah, that's mm. true. Um, I think Tampa Bay is doing it, too. So I, guess I would ex- expect anything less from Tampa Tom Brady's Bay. Tom Brady their quarterback, <laughs> too. Like, yeah, that, that fits. He probably thinks it's fake still. Yeah. Oh, hey, I just got a message that uh, Delvin Cook just got an extension for five years with the Vikings. So that's pretty cool. Neat. Uh, well, yeah, so that's cool. That's cool. Pay your running back. It's tends to be a folly. Yeah, um, so, but uh, so much. Yeah, like we can't really talk about not exactly radio sports predictions, considering there's probably plenty of episodes of me and Kevin punching the finals ticket for the Bucks. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you sure us every time is like you fools. <laughs> You've done this because <laughs> there is episodes recorded after all these playoff blunders, and it's just future future us are constantly going. You fools! What are you doing? Why so, would yeah, you do we, this? Expecting big big Packers win, and then we'll see next week uh, what yeah. happened. Forgot the number one rule for being a Bucks fan. And that's never trust the Bucks. Never hold on. Hold, no, no, no. It's a Wisconsin sports fan. Okay. <laughs> Come on. You know it. Badgers, Packers, Brewers, Bucks. They've all disappointed us in some ways. Did you not see the the shit that the Packers took back in January? I mean, also, you know, the Brewers getting eliminated from the playoffs in one in game. That really horrible way. That's the thing. It's one thing if it's a one playoff game, but it's yeah. the ninth inning best reliever in the game and then also your young outfielder just completely blundering and then and then the badgers you know giving up that 20 some odd point lead to the ohio state buckeyes for that i mean it's ohio state though right yeah, but still like, it's like they did it on purpose to see if they could do and it and that's the thing with <laughs> <laughs> with the badgers is that uh 
we we know our role. We're not expecting greatness. <laughs> Badgers the, are the, very the, the top. The top ceiling of Badger football is uh, the Rose Bowl. Nobody's expecting them to contend for a national title. Like, um, wow, Kevin was was the was the letdown then uh, when they choked away the Rose Bowl after losing uh, to Ohio State like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's still mm-hmm. it's still mm-hmm. the same. Uh, foot, it's know? very much. Uh, Malcolm in the middle, Dewey of expecting nothing and still disappointed. I'm still disappointed. (laughs) Uh, That's what the Badgers are. The rest of them were stupid enough to have expectations still, but whatever. I don't know why. (laughs) Why do we do this to ourselves? Well, you know, and a basketball team has a player that's accomplished something that only Kareem and Olajuwon, or no, Olajuwon and Jordan have accomplished. accomplished right you think they could get at least to the conference finals <laughs> hey we're just gonna run it back it's hey, fine they already that, did that they did that last year you can't expect them to do it again okay because one of the many nights i was up all night thinking about how that really sh- fucking blew up in our face i was just going i never thought a second round loss was was on the table possible. not even a, not even a, not I even was just con- a second round loss I was just, four to one. Just be, yeah. it's not even a, like a seven game series, right? Where it and was should like, have been oh. a sweep. If we're being completely honest, thank you, Chris Middleton, for saving us just at yeah, least a smidge of embarrassment. Yeah. But but then retrospect, it was like, well, maybe that would have forced their hand. But they're stupid. Anyways, let's go to something not stupid. All right, I'm gonna say right. here's here's a great transition for you. Uh, <laughs> how about things from? the state of Wisconsin and specifically Milwaukee that don't suck and impress us every time that they come out. Ben, roll us through some uh, new music that's dropped here. That is very true. That is a very good segue, man. You should be on the show more often. Oh my God. Anyways. Uh, so, <laughs> so we do have some new music from some awesome people that we've been in contact with or that are good friends of us. Friends right of here. the show. Friends yep. of the show. Cardiac to pulse. He's dropping a new uh, EP soon. And that's, uh, he just came out with a new single called dash. Uh, he sent that to us, and that was pretty cool listening to it. I love his track on there. He also mentions uh, – he also has, like, a hook reference in there, which is, like, you know, talking about Peter Pan and Rufio and shit. It's <laughs> super cool. I love that hook. It was, it was, it was so cool. Um, but otherwise, like, his voice – Also, uh, shout out to a healthcare worker. Yeah, he, I forgot. He's still on the front lines there, just fucking – going in there every day like there's there's like only two things this this, oh that's also crazy too but there's also two things that this man is doing cardiac to pulse is fucking either writing music or working at the hospital and it's like fucking wow i I, like fucking good job like fucking i had to applaud him for that because that's so cool uh Trey just came out with uh, a new album. Uh, I think it was last week. Last week it was called In the Meantime. Got to check that out. It's going to be pretty cool. Fuzzy Surf also dropped some new music. Yes. Uh, and uh, very excited about all that. I know there's plenty of other Milwaukee artists that I just got to listen to. Because goddamn, it's, there's so much good talent around here. And uh, fuck yeah, dude. That's good stuff. I'm really happy for those guys. And gems. Like, people doing shit. Um, yeah. Love it. It's a um, it's a shame that uh, our summer was stolen from us because one of the great things of Milwaukee is that being the city of festivals, every weekend there's some sort of free to very cheap concert going on where a collection of these individuals are showing up at, whether it be like Brady Street or Locust Street Festival or Bayview Bash or anything happening over on the Summerfest grounds. Like it, you you would have 
so many opportunities to catch all of these great acts performing live and fuck COVID. Yeah, absolutely. Like I can't, I can't underestimate, I can't under understate enough that you should really go to local shows when they're available to go to again, because like we found uh, fuzzy surf through our good friends from Peshtigo because they played a show together. That was pretty awesome. They played with a couple cool bands that night and just like these random finds of cardiac to and Trey, uh, just them randomly showing us their music. And it was like, it was cool. It was just meant to be, it was like good stuff right there. Like being really feeling really thankful finding these artists and being able to listen to how creative Milwaukee can be. It's, it's so nice. Well, that's why, you know, for the sake of sanity, I'll pretend like next summer still on the table, mm-hmm. but that's why next year, you know, we need to, we, I mean, this year we were even looking to go out with a field recorder, but yeah. next year of finding these guys, you know, after their performances and shit like that. And, being able to talk to the current scene because there is quite a current scene in this yeah. little city. Yeah, a city full of, you know, bars and everybody just wanted to sit outside and have a good time the yeah. six months a year. It's possible to do that. Mm-hmm. You need the music to go along with it. Absolutely. And I just have to, like, just give a shout out to all the friends that we made from this show already. Like, Video mm-hmm. Dead, Orange Drink. Uh, um, um, I know I'm missing a couple others, but, like, there's a lot of fucking good artists out there. And I, I can't wait to find more. Um, so, we, what we have today, though, is just a favorite of ours. Yes. For two years running. Yes. My first ever recommendation on the show. Yes. <laughs> it's a down show. That's not the first heard of one. Yeah. And... Hey, I hit it right on the head for you that you would love you, it. You fucking did. My God. That we can was... get into that. Yeah, but what is it? Sure. First of all, yes, thank you so much for showing me this and this band. Like, I remember, okay, sorry, I should say it. The band Idols is what we're talking about right now. They seem to, like, really blow up because, like, you showed me this uh, in 2018. And this is, I think this is when this, that's when this album came out. Yes. Uh, and mm-hmm. then, yeah, like two months before we actually started the show. Um, and uh, like they just kind of hit the ground running with this album. I'm not sure if this is what did it for them, but like all of a sudden they're doing tours everywhere. They're doing a lot of cool things. They're like they're releasing a new album this month, I believe. I think it's this month. Um, yep. They're releasing oh. it. Kenny Beats is on that album too. And Kenny yep. Beats is fucking awesome. Great producer, a lot of fun to yeah, follow. Uh, he, he just is like one of those new producers that it's way more interactive. It's just awesome to like watch these guys do their work and yeah. opening his doors. That's just makes you want to open your own little home studio, you know? Exactly, exactly. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, so we're talking Joy is an Act of Resistance. Mm-hmm. which is their second full length after uh 2017's brutalism that one put them on the map 20 and then joy is an act of resistance is what like showed that you know they're a band to watch yeah for sure because brutalism had mother which is also a great track love the video mm-hmm. and then i love the ode to you know a hard-working mother i mean mm-hmm. we all have them yeah. um so shout out to moms <laughs> shout out moms moms shout all moms. kind working moms single moms Moms that follow, or moms that are in an acronym that you can search uh, and find money videos Mother for. Russia. Oh yeah, Mother Russia too. Um, oh, yeah. 
Um, yeah, uh, definitely talking about uh, not sex things. Um, so yeah, but <laughs> brutalism, and then joy as an act of resistance. We were already kind of talking about how joy is an act of resistance last week, which yes. uh, or two weeks ago, which uh, mm-hmm. brought this on because we we're talking about how Zach Fox is just a bunch of fucking fun yeah. in the middle of a bunch of not a fucking fun, mm-hmm. and he understands that, and that's why you know he continues to be a really funny comedian. Like he's a really good follower right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Because he knows what to make fun of and what the fuck. It's just too fucked up to make fun of. It also uh, colors the importance of naming an album title. Uh, I don't think the name actually appears anywhere through any of the track listing or any of the lyrics. But if you were to switch joy with brutalism, I think it would have colored all of the songs on this album a little differently. Mm-hmm. Where calling it joy as an act of resistance definitely puts you into a certain mind frame going into listening to these songs. And it definitely gives a, a lighter toned reading of many of the lyrics. Yeah, that's uh, true. Yeah, that like, covered the here. title is huge on that. And then even just the album cover, especially the fact that it's like a bunch of old people getting down at a sock hop where you can tell it's old as shit. Mm. I think that's even better than them like displaying something at one of their punk shows. Cause I know we incorrectly in so many ways <laughs> demonize <laughs> the older folk for putting us in the position that we're in, in a lot of ways, cause these are all systems that they could have challenged long ago. I think putting that there though, is to remind that, yeah, they were once kind of like us and, you know, and it's not to say, you know, I'm not trying to paint with a broad brush because I've seen plenty of allies, you know, in the older folk. Um, mm. But I think it's just, I think it's just a quick reminder. Hey, look, we're all the same because this looks like it's basically a punk show, except it's all a bunch of like people. I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah. I would say this looks like a cool like mosh pit. Like I'm expecting to see a band somewhere, but these guys are, I don't know, all in ca- all in dockers and dress yeah. shirts. Yeah. <laughs> It's like what a wedding bar mitzvah is this here? That uh... yeah, that's like, that's the that that's but yeah, so like but yeah, choosing to go with that, like you said, over like brutalism, and then it it, it would color it different immediately. Mm. The presentation already, um, but yeah, so like you said, this really put them on the map though, because it put them at number five on the UK album charts. Oh, nice! Which is huge. I mean, yeah. it's not gonna chart here because punk is dead here. Sure. And but, but it's you know also super well deserved because it's a great mm-hmm. fucking album. Oh, I love it. Um, we all love it. And that, so the, like the reason I recommended it that first time ever um, was one just because I was listening to it, um, mm-hmm. and I'm selfish. But two <laughs> uh, is just because it does it it it. it System Down would be one of the bands I would list with them because Surge and Joe Talbot are kind of those things where yeah. it, it's a whole band, but. Mm-hmm the person singing and their messages and how they're basically just pathos of throughout the thing mm-hmm. makes you focus so much on them. Absolutely. And I think like, it's, it's funny. Cause like they're, they are kind of one of the same, but they talk about different topics in like different ways. And I, and I think that's what makes this album even that much better. Like I, I, I think I've just like had the epiphany right now that this is basically punk system of a down. <laughs> so fucking awesome like i mean like the different like the different topics that he talks about in this whole album is like it goes with like toxic masculinity nationalism uh immigration class inequality all everything about this album like scream system of a down so it definitely works with that 
and it's just really good for right now because it, it it's tackling a lot of these issues that are playing in our heads too but again in a fun way where you're enjoying the music you're listening yeah. to so it's one of those things of things we need both at the i mean again uh hopefully we can come up with some other examples but yeah it's like it, it reminds me of like byob where in the hook you're singing about being at a party but at the same mm -hmm. time it's a party where bombs are dropping yeah it's much of the same thing so uh where it's just this where they're playing with this idea of dancing when the bombs are dropping uh or just like shit is falling apart around mm -hmm. us but hey yeah. look we're still together we're still in this so uh track one Brrr. yeah uh first of all wrestling references in this track plus the music video is fantastic it's uh yes but Have like that it kinda... yet, kevin what's that the music video for i have colossus. not seen the music video for colossus i i'm pretty sure like they actually did music videos for every single song in this album or at least close to they did close a lot to it it uh, feels because like... i was watching a few of them before okay. we hopped on the call with each other uh the colossus music video is like if like stanley kubrick uh shining stanley kubrick mm. did a yep. music yeah, video it's very shining where it's this slow panning in camera um it, it just kind of reminds me of that um but uh so yeah i really this was one of those where it was such a cool opening first track i didn't even get to the rest of the album for a couple like a day <laughs> i just kept checking out this first track and it's six minutes and i'm like mm -hmm. oh that's awesome and then how it plays right and never fight a man with a perm i just kept kind of doing that over and over i was get to i'm scum and then just restart it <laughs> mm -hmm because mm -hmm. this is a just it, it's it's a it's a it's like the darkest sounding track i think it sounds it's definitely pretty, the heaviest yeah, yeah. It, it sounds foreboding as hell which well, is weird because it goes into its part two which is like almost yeah. a just straight up punk song like yeah. so I yeah I love yeah I love how it breaks down from where it sounds like it's going to get even more dreadful and instead it's this just it's really exciting. It really jump. is, and I think that's what makes the the beginning that much better. Because I feel like if you had part one by itself, it could still be an okay song. But like with part two right there, I think that makes it that much better. Like just that build up, and then just like, like when you get the visuals from the music video, seeing everything uh, and how it's uh, how it's shot and everything, it's just like this weird build up filled with like dread, and then like gets to part two, and like it just explodes in your face. And it's just super cool. And I had to bring this up. My favorite line is, I'm like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I put homophobes in coffins. That's the best fucking line. Oh, no. I'm like Fred Astaire. I dance like I don't care. Come on now. <laughs> hey, I like wrestling, okay? <laughs> yeah, and then on top of that, it's just this explosion. It's just a bunch of fun lines where one has to get you. One, At least one has to connect with you. All of them do for me. I enjoy it the whole time. Um... But uh, just, yeah, the way it explodes into that, and where you just want to, I mean, it makes you yell with them. Mm -hmm, yeah. I pretty much yell every time. Absolutely. And uh, I, think that leads, I think that leads pretty well right into the next song. The very first song that you showed me, uh, Never Fight a Man with a Perm. Like, that's just a fun song. 
right there. And like, I remember when I first heard it, I was like, eh, eh, it had to grow on me a little bit. But then like, when I started getting into it and understanding what it was all about, I was like fucking all about that shit. All right, mini game here real quick. Sure, sure. Ben, our innocent individual, what do you think the drugs are being referenced when they say he's on a bag of Charlie Sheen and on a bag of Michael Keaton? This is cocaine right there in the lyrics. So for Michael Keaton, which one do you think? Oh, okay, all right. So it's like different. It's different yes. drugs. Okay, all right. Charlie Sheen, I think, is, def- is definitely cocaine. Is definitely cocaine. Yes. yes. Michael Keaton, though, I didn't know he was on fucking. Uh, let's see, um, Beetlejuice, uh, uh, Batman, um, fucking. I thought they were both just coke. Yeah, I thought they were. What was Michael Keaton? It it, it could be a reference to coke, but. Uh, Michael Keaton's actually a slang term for ketamine over in ah, the UK. Ah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's right. It has nothing to do with Michael Keaton himself. It's just a name. No, for it's just okay. a name. It's I was just like, that, when did it's Michael just that, Keaton? It's just that ketamine sounds a lot like Keaton. I was like, Michael so. Keaton never got addicted to drugs. You get off that. You get off that shit. Okay? Uh, no, he was on cocaine, so like, oh, well. it, it still can work as <laughs> I mean, a cocaine he, reference. He was an actor in Hollywood. Right. Yeah, right. in the eighties. Come on. <laughs> And like you said, Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yeah, all right. If, if yeah. it isn't just a coke filled. <laughs> yeah, that's like a haunted cocaine man. <laughs> that's actually the name of uh, the Spanish version of Beetlejuice. <laughs> just translate to haunted cocaine man. Co- cocaine man. I actually just imagine like when Beetlejuice says it's showtime, but he's not actually doing anything. He's just like in an alley, just like passing out. And he's just like drooling <laughs> on the side of the street. He's like, it's showtime. He's like, Ugh. Uh, oh no, that's somebody after a huge line screams. <laughs> it's showtime. Yeah, come on. That's uh, that's fair. So, uh, it's showtime. <laughs> God, so cool. apparently, guys with perms are like really fucking aggro, huh? Yeah. I mean, I, I so. think it's kind of another like. Uh, I didn't know. It's Never fight a man with glasses. I didn't. Just know. there, there are individuals that. I didn't sure know Timothy Chalamet could break it. <laughs> there, there are some people who just get picked on their entire life that you just don't go after them because you Kevin don't, you don't know that. Uh... <laughs> Fucking fighting the large bully of the school. That was great. You fought a large bully in the school. I fought a large bully in the school. He was Fuck like high school. He was like. Know? He he was like, uh, Kevin was outweighed by at least a hundred. I mean, like, did you, did you like, did you fuck him up? (laughs) I think it was a tie. Uh, As the vice president said uh, to, or the vice principal, not the vice president. I was like, what? What the? Vice, (laughs) when I talked When, when, when uh, my dad came to pick me up because I got suspended from the fight. uh, (laughs) Said that the other kid looked worse for wear than. Uh, yeah! Yeah! Victory, Kevin! Woo! Nothing to be proud of. That's it. That's it. That's you. The, the fucking fucking Colossus is about oh, you. Oh. You put home, you're Stone Cold Steve Austin. You put homophobes in coffins, okay? Not speaking <laughs> to that man's uh, political beliefs nowadays, but. Alright, fine. I'm just saying, like, he seems like an asshole and probably a homophobe, yeah. so. Anyways, He's yeah. Not, not, but. I can't assume. I'm sorry. That's very bad of me. Um. And then uh, another one. I love this one just because of the solidarity in it. Of uh, I'm scum. 
Oh yeah, yeah, I was gonna just bring that one up next. I was gonna make a transition where it's like, speaking of scum, like that one bully that Kevin beat up, <laughs> let's talk about I'm scum, except this is actually, you know, an ironic form of being called scum, because like, you know. It's like I said, it's solidarity, man. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Just like, yep, if they heard crash, I guess I'm trash too, because yep. again, like, unless you actually have the means of production, you have much more in common with a homeless person who cannot find work than you do any uh, capitalist you see on television. Mm-hmm. You are much closer to that homeless man, and you should not look down on them like a lot of people like to. They are just like us. They've been spit up and chewed out, and we're always a step away. Uh, considering that, um, I really just love the line of, or just in verse two of, spit in your percolator. I'm procrastinator. I overtip the waiter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just Overtip love your waiters. I just love that. <laughs> yeah. um, it recently saw online just what pissed me off is just yeah people witnessing people treating you know like when they're forced to work with people like on the road i saw somebody like worked on the road and they had per diem meals and the douchebag he had to work with still wouldn't tip Mm. you know i was gonna tip you but you were wearing a mask the entire time and this is me trying to clear your mind and then another person was like yeah like they would you know yeah i was i when I would go out to business lunches with this guy, if he saw me tip, he would pick up his money. What? Oh, fuck that guy. Uh, but, I do have then, to say, if there's uh, one part of this song that I think has already aged a uh, little poorly, it's uh, the, the Snowflakes and Avalanche. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I think it was already kind of a uh, 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 poorly aged reference back when it was written. I think we were all kind of already over the whole Snowflake uh tossing that back and forth but okay thing. we might be over it but like that's still being used a bunch right? i mean and who takes any person seriously that uses that phrase even from either Touché. side touche touche um i i just like with the don't care about the next james bond because i just love english words calling him <laughs> murderous. a murderous toff is yes. so funny uh, um, and then uh, we move on to that to Danny Nadelko, which is a yeah. ni- another really nice uh, solidarity song, mm-hmm. it's a, and it's named after uh, his friend, obviously, who mm-hmm. is also in his own band. Um, he's a singer he? of. I have it here. Uh, Heavy lungs. Heavy lungs. Thank you. Uh, they actually put out a song. Uh, that references this one here of saying that uh, Joe Talbot's my best friend. So, like, that's so cute. It's, that's it's, cool. it's cute. I like it's it. It's cute. Uh, but the best part of this is, and <clears throat> let me get into character here. Mm, fear leads to panic. Panic leads to pain. Oh my! Pain God. leads to <laughs> anger. Anger leads to hate. Now say the rest of it. <laughs> yes. <that. laughs> Uh, I love Yoda. Aye, 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 aye. Yeah, there is. <laughs> <laughs> Yoda just going at eight shit after that. Just oh, in the Muppet spaz mode. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. God. And it just fits for like right now. Um, I love the line of just a Nigerian mother of three. One and just it's invoking all these different, you know, beautiful immigrants and, you know, just, yeah. Uh, Immigration's beautiful. Uh, mm-hmm. That people move, free move, fuck the borders. Yeah, no, um, means illegal. But uh, Nigerian is just also reminds me of Darius from Atlanta. 
since he's Nigerian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there's different rules for Nigerians. <laughs> uh, just his little references through that series. Uh, can't wait for that to come back. Yeah, yeah no, it's a, it's a good uh, show. A little bit of a up. specific reference to a British track star, Mo Farah, uh, who was uh, the child of Nigerian immigrants. So, like, it's it's kind of pointing out that uh, whole dichotomy of like, yeah, sure, we hate immigrants unless you can do something great for us. Yeah, that's, that's which the other... that shouldn't be. It mm-hmm. should just like we're all in this together. Yeah. And again, it's. Yeah, like very much, and like you see that all the time. Uh, fucking Chiefs and Texans players getting booed because they just want to see your talent. They don't want to consider that you're human and that you have concerns. They don't give a shit. That's not their concerns. They just want to see you play. It's and so it's disgusting because it really is. They give zero shits about your humanity. And you know, and we're not the same at all. You know, because I love the human behind the player. I love cheering for players that I feel I would want to be my neighbor or my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it feels so much better to watch them succeed knowing, you know, like this guy, you know, you know, needs like me, you know. Uh, as the quote that the band stuck with the artwork for the single, Rome wasn't built in a day nor solely built by Romans. Exactly. And that's. Um, I'd like to move on to uh, the song June, which is an incredibly emotional song um, about the parents' struggle after uh, losing a child. And uh, like, I've, I've, ne- it's, it's, it's hard to listen to the song a little bit because I've, I've known people that are struggling to have kids, and then I also know people that should not have kids but have kids, and like just seeing. The difference. I always like when you add that. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like it's just like that's. It just it blows my mind. Like knowing that some people out there can have kids that should not have kids, and I guess that's none of my business. I can't say that to anybody, but there's some people that fucking don't deserve them. But when I have like good, hardworking people that don't fucking aren't able to get what they want, it's just it's just hard to hear. Oh yeah, I mean you're not wrong at all. Yeah. Uh, and like you said, this is. This, so, so this is uh, Joe Talbot's uh, song to his daughter, Agatha, who was born, stillborn uh, a year, only a year before this was recorded. Mm-hmm. So very fresh. And then uh, just the idea, stillborn, but stillborn, I am a father. So like, yeah, you did lose, you know, a child. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jessica's uh, mother lost their first daughter uh, mm-hmm. before Jessica. Uh, her name was Janelle, and uh, so yeah. There, I mean, I even have family, like a very close family, that uh, experienced this. And yeah, I mean, it's it's still a child. Yes. It's uh, just, yeah. It's, just, it's it's like the lyrics. Uh, there's not much to the lyrics, but like every single lyric in this song is just painful. Like especially when you get to that chorus where it's like "baby shoes for sale, never worn." Fucking, that's. It's just a, it's just a painful story, and I think it's like one of those good. cliche like things that you've heard over and over. It's like, what is the saddest short story you can write in so few words, and to there have someone repurpose it like as something that actually affects them, kind of mm-hmm. removes that artifice of the where where it comes from is just this like 
uh, logic puzzle or uh, mental exercise and grounds it in something. And it's something that we kind of, with a whole bunch of things where we turn like ethical debates about people's livelihoods and whatnot into just mental exercises and we don't care about the actual individuals that are being affected by like it, it's it's haunting to say the least yeah god damn you said it right there um fuck all right let's 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 we'll go on to something else that might make us angry uh samaritans uh Pat, angry, this me. is just the best song on the album oh it is like, it's awesome but like it's this kind of like this kind of hits right now. It's kind of topical with like Ted Cruz and that weird shit that he said. Ted like, Cruz. Yeah, so I think this is kind of like his thing right there. Like, oh, some liberals don't even grow balls or something like that. I'm like, all right, man, you're a piece of shit. How do people vote you into office? How do people like you? I mean, not to step down to his level, but to step down to his level real quick. This is a man whose balls are on Donald Trump's shelf after. Uh, yeah. Going out and campaigning for him after he called his wife uh, like a whore or some shit. Like yeah, that. so it's like his wife really, ugly. really weird. <laughs> and insinuated his dad killed JFK. Oh God! Like fucking really? And then it's just like, mm, please vote for him. Yeah. If, <laughs> if there was one thing I wish Donald Trump would have done, I really wish he would have emphasized the whole uh, BTK killer thing. That, that he's uh, uh no that he's zodiac. Zodiac. Uh, zodiac killer sorry i don't know why i said btk but uh, zodiac killer uh, just as deranged it, it's just disgusting when it's obvious like somebody like stupid ass ted cruz just wishes he could be a famous internet guy that just sits around going look at these snowflakes because that's all he does is sit around and doesn't do any fucking thing besides well, i think that's that's the problem with all, any politician is like their platform is now. Well, that's why piece of shit opposite. Pelosi will just be like, climate change is real. Pass it on. Oh, God. What the fuck is your point then? I, know, I was gonna say like, there's <laughs> it's like, hey, it's you, it's you that's being passed on to. And, and it's so many of these just like Twitter shots being taken now, where it's like, yeah, you're the one who's supposed to be doing something about it. So could you please, for yeah. fuck's sake? Do your fucking job. <sighs> but no, their job is to tell us to vote. <laughs> God, it's, vote it's, for them, you know, so good. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's this is just such a driving song. Um, mm-hmm. You get, I mean, there's no uh, metaphor here. <laughs> no, yeah, there really isn't. Straight up about toxic masculinity and uh, fucking A. And then just, uh, this is why you never see your father cry, but then... Uh, deleting that from the last line this is why you never see your father <laughs> oh yeah like that is so true for you know it, it's you know that's one reason for absentee fathers is just yeah it, it's too hard <laughs> mm-hmm. you would maybe have emotions and hardship so, <laughs> we can't yeah, do that we're men they just yeah exactly sure. like it, it's oh. a poison you know and it keeps poisoning people keeps poisoning people through the generations and i, I mentioned it at teaching. the top there uh the album title, Joy is an Act of Resistance. If that isn't the single line to sum up the uh, uh, anti-authoritarianism here described in the song, like I, I, it's perfect. It's, it is a whole thought contained in two, three minutes. And honestly, it sucks because we are so toothless in this country politically. It's one of the few tools we have is to just be happy anyway. Right. 
it sucks. <laughs> Even though I'm having fun, it sucks. <laughs> because, like, it's so much to avoid the reality that, again, we are pretty fucking toothless. That's yeah. why, like, guillotine jokes don't hit with me as much anymore. Because it's just like, yeah, but once upon a time, people had the power to use those. And now we just made it a meme now i think it's too far (laughs) now it's just a meme but it's also just a meme i was gonna say it's not even too far right right like (laughs) that's the thing like there there is no uh uh, that when this last week i think it was uh one of the representatives or activists over in seattle made the point saying the political process seemed to move a lot faster when cop cars were on fire and it's like where's the lie here and we we get told and it it you know i think there is a serious debate to be had about uh uh, public and property destruction and whatnot and how useful a tool it is but at the same time like what we see how the nonviolence works and it's such a slow slow grinding Mm-hmm. Uh, process and people are dying and that's the, mm-hmm. the ultimate pain of it is like we could be saving lives but at what cost like and, and, and it's such a I don't know like I just uh, yeah that's why I don't have much hope for electoralism because how many like national politicians now we kind of like maybe five <laughs> maybe maybe uh, and that's a strong maybe AOC, I go back and forth because I can see her just becoming a centrist lib in a couple of years. Um, once enough people tell her she can become president. Right. Um, Corey Bush is cool. Uh, she's great. Yep. Um, and then, uh, of course, uh, you know, uh, Oman what's his name? and uh, Rashida. And then Marky, I guess, is cool. Even though he, yeah, I, you know, in most of his career, he was a lib and he voted for the Iraq war. He just realized that the Green New Deal needs to be done. So there's five. Five. <laughs> uh, that's not really great for how much work we need done. <laughs> yeah. Five out of how many in our ruling class. Um, so... But yeah, so be happy anyways, because they really want you to just, you know, that's why everybody's back at work. There's no relief checks. It's easy to distract everybody from not dying. So, you know, they don't stop and go, wait, this is all pointless. Let's make sure we go get our money. But um, so anyways, also the track is called Samaritans because Mm -hmm. that is a, uh, charity that they uh donate a bunch of money to oh that's cool um they uh so when they released this album they had a bunch of uh art they did an art gallery and then all the art for each of the tracks uh anybody that purchased the art and that's why there's so many of these single art pieces on the Mm. single art if you look them all up because that's what you referenced earlier they sold those off and then uh, the proceeds went to Samaritans. Samaritans is a registered charity aimed at providing emotional support to anyone in emotional distress, struggling to cope or at risk of suicide throughout the United Kingdom and Ireland. Rock so, on Samaritans. Oh, yeah, so, that, so that is uh, what they are. That's also what the track is referencing because 
all we have is each other too. We got to all look out for each other. We all got to be Samaritans to each other. Mm -hmm. Um, and then television, love this one. It's also another catchy as hell one. Love yourself. Yeah. If someone talk to you. Yeah, that is, that is cool. I do like that one. Just make sure you know. I mean, like, don't, don't, t- don't be so hard on yourself. Like, you can fucking get through it. It's gonna be just fine. Like, don't give yourself, don't hey, put yourself. Ben, listen to yourself. Right. This man loves to beat himself up, folks. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I guess. He goes rocky on rocky. Um, but I'm very bad at taking my own advice, though. So that's the only terrible part about it. But uh, right now he's talking about smashing mirrors and fuck TV. But it's like, bro, coronavirus. Don't take my TV. That's all. Don't I got. smash the TV, <laughs> please, God. All I have. Oh man, um, so much television. I mean, that's that's it's kind of where we are right now. I mean, shit. Um, but. And then and guess guess what my plans today are. It's gonna be in front of the television, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Just yeah, I think I think we've all decided that it's uh, close enough to spooky season to start our yep. Halloween horror binges. Oh, absolutely. Watched, yeah. watched Terrified last night. It was an Argentinian haunted house style movie. Pretty Ooh. good. Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty creepy enough. Uh, Amber and I watched House of a Thousand Corpses. Ooh. the other night but th- this is the first time oh, that amber fun. watched it i love it yes it's very fun but then I'm, after we got done amber's like i think i do not like the whole murder porn thing i'm like okay yeah <laughs> no, i get that i get that yeah uh yeah um devil's rejects don't get into the sequel then oh yeah no i was i was watching that earlier today while she was because she's she's gone right now she's getting her hair done for our, our wedding she's getting it started uh, i know uh, so then I was watching that because I was like, "Well, Amber's not gonna fucking want to watch this, and now I want to, I nice. want to watch the, I want to watch the newest one. I forgot it's like the what is the, it like, the Artiste Rob Zombie. Yes, there's a there's a third movie that just came out like last year, right? Oh, did it? Yeah, uh, there the third one came out a while ago. He put out a new one last year. I do uh, like I Daughters uh, of Salem or something like that. Or I thought it was like the three. I didn't think that was part of the. The Evil Three, something with the Evil Three. <laughs> I do I'm like zombie uh, movies. It was called Halloween and Halloween Two. Oh no! I do like uh, <laughs> uh, Three from Hell. Three from Hell. Thank you. And that uh, did come out last year. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Fucking suck it, Kevin. Uh, Lords like, of Salem was what I was thinking of, which came yes. out back in 2012. Okay. Um, I do like that. Uh, Rob Zombie pretty much just makes movies to show you his wife's hot. Because <laughs> she's just in every movie. We get in every movie. We have a hot wife. <laughs> she's like naked the whole time. Like, is, right. is she a great actress? Yeah, but she's, you she's, know? she's good at she's good at being the crazy chick in like these two movies that I saw. So I mean, like, yeah, I won't, I won't say I won't hot. say she's not appropriate for the role. <laughs> that's what I'll say. I, I will say I don't like her in Halloween because that's just Michael Myers' mom. As like a ghost or some right. shit. Yeah, it's boring. I mean, his Halloween I like Halloween one because he kills Danny Trejo. Oh. He kills Danny Trejo. Oh, that's right. Because he's like, I was good to you. No, don't hate, do it. Hate it. Part of me died there. Uh, so uh, we got great, which is the yes. Brexit song. Which that is, is uh, uh, some spelling time. That is my favorite song. Um, 
I love Islam didn't eat your hamster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the just like so sultry way that he says it too. Like it's, it's like almost uh, uh, coaxing you to like, look at all this lovely have over on our side. Come on, it, don't, don't be a dick. And it's also like, and it, it, to include that just because people's complaints about other people are that ridiculous. Uh, like, we're here like, on the Genesis annotation here. Uh, it could be a possible reference to a Sun 1986 headline, Freddy Star Ate My Hamster. Uh, okay. Freddy Star being in his comic, uh, uh, I believe, musician back in the day. Uh, he might have been a actor. I'm unfamiliar, but it was a tabloid that apparently ran through Britain for like a good month. First of all, why are people giving credibility to the Sun tablet? Come on, the fuck did we realize? Uh, because, because uh, those are the papers that run England over there. Do you remember like, every, Bad Boy? Everything, every, everything else is uh, like, uh, BBC. I, That's where you get like your real news from. All their <laughs> papers are just uh, tabloid rags. God. Yeah, I like how like oh, you think American media is racist? <laughs> <laughs> I remember, okay, when I was little, I was, every time uh, we would go to the grocery store, we would buy a fucking Sun magazine, because it was funny. And also there was like, apparently like, my dad would be like, all about the page four girl that was in those things. Ooh. Yeah, so that's, yeah. you know, and then that's where I like, that's where I so learned. Burning. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Um, um, But like, it, they were just there for entertainment, so like, I never knew, like, people took these things seriously. They have a fucking, they have... They have a story about a bat boy. Like, you guys uh, helped you George Bush find Osama bin Laden. Yes, I remember bat boy. What do you? Are I you like trying that. to insinuate that he is such a great American hero? I've been meeting this <laughs> racist that Jeremy Corbyn would say things like, "We need to break up the big banks," and they'd go like, "You don't like Jewish people?" <laughs> oh my God, no! <laughs> like he would just talk about banks, and they just extrapolated it to now where he was such a racist thing killed his political career uh, so yeah that's the kind of place we're talking here um the 50 inch screen the cul-de-sac don't have the cul-de-sac but i do have the 50 inch screen i like it joe leave me alone i don't <laughs> <laughs> hey as but, long as you're not crying about uh the whopper i guess would be the uh american equivalent here of a bacon bap uh, as long as you don't cry about that going up in its price i think you'll yeah. be all right with your 50 inch screen Yay! Yeah. I was gonna say only like one of those things, or like out of everything that he lists, there are only one of those things of what uh, is you. So I think you're fine. <laughs> one out of four. one out of seven, um, five. But uh, yeah, uh, this was uh, one of the videos I watched this morning, and it was fun to see them sitting uh, fieldside at a Bristol Rovers game. The band is from Bristol, and that is their local club team over there. To bring it full circle to the fact that I was watching the Premier League this morning, <laughs> hell yeah, uh, they're League One, so you know that's different. But also, uh, he was wearing a. Uh, different scarf uh for the band the horrors who i checked out a little bit and if you're just looking for some more just decent rock another nice little uh band that they managed to sneak in there and to do that um so yeah if we were still making punk music uh but we're too shitty even for that um we would make a mega song (laughs) that would uh be (laughs) ironic ironic like great is here um 
And then the most punk track of the whole thing. It's right? Because this is just for fun, right? Yeah. I'm not missing anything here, right? No, I think this is just. Sorry, your granddad's dead. Love be spread. Yeah, I know. <laughs> God. Yeah, because I was like, it just kind of goes everywhere. And I remember, like, you were messaging us earlier t- earlier this week, and you're like, I can't get 10, 10 points for. Yep. It's so annoying it was stuck in my head. Just because it's just like. When I was gaming, it was in the background, and if yeah, if I'm like running around eating people's asses and like Avengers, and I just keep hearing ten points to Griffin there over and over, <laughs> it works too much. Like it's in the game, and just it got stuck in my head so bad, and I'm like, I don't want to think about Harry Potter anymore. I was gonna say this was the other uh, lyric here that hasn't aged so well, and. The three years that this has uh, come out. Oh, and, yeah. Or two have, years, how, whatever not, long this came out. I'm just looking at the lyrics. I did not see my boy fuck Tom Hiddleston. I did not see that. <laughs> I've never heard that. <laughs> oh, man. I have to go back and listen to that again because I don't remember that either. Uh, All Things Loud asked Talbot if the line had any truth to it, and he quickly dismissed it as part of the character he inhabited of the song question i know the subject matter of the song is cocaine but it's more lyrically extract than a lot of other tracks on the album then that line comes up and i ask myself is that in character it's probably detestable outburst have i misconstrued the meaning answer you have it at all it's grotesque i don't know anyone who slept with tom hiddleston's stylus it's horrible isn't it (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it's just a fun fun song the bada bing might be a reference to sopranos it could now i need to talk to joe (laughs) <laughs> I love that fucking show. And that show is all about examining toxic masculinity. That's one of the biggest long-running themes through the whole thing of just how men turn on each other just because of their own bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I could very much see that, yeah, it's actually, like, part of... But I guess it's taking, like, a character like a banker or some other asshole and being in their the more I'm looking at this is, yeah, just some other coked up asshole. Uh, but yeah, I wonder if uh, he's a fan of head. <laughs> Gonna have to now, find that out. Now, I didn't know that they actually had a cover song in this album. Yes, yeah. for uh, Solomon Burke. I didn't yeah. know that until today either, but yeah. I didn't know this was originally a soul song. I was gonna say it had like that feel to it where it was like kind of like a, uh, 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 what do you want to call it? Like a Motown kind of well, feel to it a little bit. He definitely, mm. what I like about this one is he does sing with that old blues rock kind of voice. Mm. It isn't the post-punk, post-hardcore we were listening to this whole time. He, he, he adds a little bit more melody to sound like, you know, a, you know, a band playing blues rock. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and now uh... it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that like I think they did a wonderful job. I have to listen to the original song, I guess, to know how they did a wonderful job on it. But I mean, I feel like this song itself feels awesome, so I don't. I have a feeling that it's going to be two separate uh, uh, listening experiences there. Um, oh yeah. Where there's not going to be a whole lot of uh, uh, identical like, oh, this is where that came from in the cover. Maybe I don't know. Like, again, not I having just like listened the... to it. But it loneliness loneliness is just a waste of time like i, I it, it really stands out how much he sells that and you know and another another thing to break down some toxic masculinity it's always good to have yourself a nice cry every once in a while just mm-hmm. a good just a good hearty cry and then i uh yeah just uh 
been listening to some some Bruce lately, and so again, it just blues rock right there. Love it. Um, basically, what I'm saying here is the boss could also cover the song. This would be good. Okay. <laughs> Into that. And then we are. There's a snake in my boot. Yeah, let's finish up this thing with a uh, song about a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is a pretty good end of the album too, just because it's about a dog. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, seriously, like I think uh, uh, just the the tone of the song is a good way to wrap up this whole thing. And just like when you get to the end of the song, it's like smash it, take it down, ruin it, destroy the world. That's all. That's so cool. I love that. Uh, song. Uh, reminded me of the uh, uh, old interview that Kurt Cobain once did when asked why do y'all smash your instruments and it's like so we don't have to come out and play an encore yeah it's just tells you that we're done uh and the way this wraps up it's like it was like we smashed our instruments at the end of this one here because we don't have to write another fucking song the album's over (laughs) and ironically this is the first post-brutalism song they wrote (laughs) that's the irony um but yeah, and I feel that too because I hate the uh, obviously staged encore now. Mm, where it's starting to annoy me. I, um, and you know, I like what again uh, uh, used to do though, double encore to make it special. There you go. Uh, I believe the first time it was uh, broken as a facade for me was we caught Dillinger Four back in like 2007 yeah. or 2008. It's like we we really don't do the whole thing we just don't want a smoke break so we're gonna go back for two minutes and we're gonna come back and play a couple more songs so yeah uh, and that was how they justified the encore it's like if that's how i'm just gonna imagine them doing it it's like they just went to go take a piss real quick yeah like that's that's why they left the whole encore thing of like yeah they were always gonna play those songs but it just after an hour and a half of playing music you know sometimes you just need a smoke break absolutely and that was uh that was Idols. That's good stuff. I'm I'm very happy that Tony showed me this album. Very happy that Tony brought up the tale. How did you How did you find them, Tony? Uh, I don't remember. Discover Weekly, maybe. I don't know. No, I don't fucking know. Okay, well, that's uh, <laughs> that's it. That's 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 Idols right there. Joy as an act of resistance. So, uh, fuck you. I mean, fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Whoops. And fuck you. And fuck yeah. And fuck me. And fuck, fuck us you. all. We're all fucked. Unity. Yeah. Unity. Did you say you have a hyper-specific, Tony? Yeah. Okay, hold on a second. We got to make the drop. Hyper-specific. All right, the drop happened. Let's do it. Uh, Joe thinks you should never fight a man with a perm. Kevin might think you should never fight a man with glasses, possibly. But tell me people you should never fight. Your mother. Aw, bad. I wouldn't, I wouldn't fight my mom. Wow. Really inspired, inspired answer. Uh, I thought that was pretty clear. I was trying to look into the camera as stoned as I can look. <laughs> you did. You do. You're looking. Yep. I know people can't see this right now, but Tony yeah, looks stoned. Great visual. There's a great uh, audio joke. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, never fight a man with glasses. That's a age old adage i guess i'd go with uh never fight a woman with a septum piercing oh my oh, god no okay <laughs> they're scary. Oh, just just don't fight women <laughs> there you go 
you know, I wrote a song back in the day said, uh, I thought I was going to date you, but it turned out you were a Nazi. And oh, uh, uh, I think we could make a few exceptions. <laughs> I guess. Okay. If they're a Nazi, maybe we'll, we'll think about it. Yeah. What about you, Tony? Who would you not fight? Um, uh, you never turn them on us. Oh, I do. Now we're doing it. Um, I don't know. Fight everybody. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck around and find out. (laughs) Fuck around and find out. All right. That's it. That's not exactly radio for this week. Uh, Good discussion. I really, really enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed this episode too. Uh, Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, because we're not doing any of those things. Just kidding. We'll start doing more things. I don't know. We'll do something with it. Either way, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, make sure you look up some local artists. They're always cool to look at uh, and listen to. Just keep doing things. Follow, support local music, support local scenes, uh, and uh, be good to yourself. Anyways, I'm Benny K, and that is... Tony just Tony. That is Tony just Tony. Tony. (laughs) He was like, he was just listening to me ramble and he's just like, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. All right, Kevin, thank you so much for joining us too. Uh, Before heading out, just want to plug real quick. I've started up uh, back on my WordPress blog, Cream City Shuffle. Uh, Today was supposed to be the day we were at Riot Fest uh, Mm -hmm. for day two. Um, As an effort to uh, make myself happy. I've decided to go through, starting from the bottom of the lineup going up, uh, run through a whole bunch of the artists that are scheduled to play next year and write about them a little bit. So check that out if you would, please. Fucking A. We're going to post it on our fucking everywhere. That's what we're going to do. Anyways, we're out of here. We'll talk to you next week. I trust. I trust.